When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to the Patriots post-game show. It's just me, guys. It's just me. It's Marvin Ezan in the building. And look, I'm, I apologize for the late start. It's it's YouTube. Blame YouTube. I was trying to get this show started at 1130. For some damn reason, it wasn't going to let me get it started till midnight. So for everyone who's up on YouTube right now walking with me, Thank you very much. This was a late game. This was a tough game. Patriots fall 37 to 20 to the Baltimore Ravens away. And there's so many storylines, so many things we can break down to why. Why did this happen? How in the world did this happen? But let's get into some stats to start off the game. Lamar Jackson is who I thought he is. You know, everyone's saying, oh, can Lamar Jackson do it against the stout defense? Can Lamar Jackson do it against a real defense? Bill Belichick game planning against them, whatnot. Guys, he did it. He he played pretty damn well. 17 for 23, passing 163 yards, and threw a nice touchdown. Rushed, and we already know what he can do with his legs as well, and he showed it to us. Lamar Jackson, 16 for 61 yards, two touchdowns. I think everyone can talk about the first drive. The first drive against the Patriots, when they came in, they marched down that field. You know, it was very impressive. They went pistol form formation. They had Mark Ingram sometimes, RPO. Will he run the ball? Will it be Lamar Jackson running the ball? And that stifled the Patriots defense a little bit. So that first drive, boom, 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 they were there. They attacked right away. Patriots defense, you know, were able, were able to settle in. But before that, there was also a neutral fraction in zone when they were supposed to just kick. You know, Patriots bent, bent, but they didn't break. They were able to cause a field goal. But obviously, the neutral fraction gave them another opportunity. Lamar Jackson was able to score. That's one issue. And that seemed to be the theme of the night, pretty much. You know, penalties over penalties over penalties. And the Patriots really shot themselves in the foot in this game. So many Issues. If we're not talking penalties, we can talk about miscues, turnovers. Patriots have been the team that have been forcing turnovers all year. We've been talking about how historic this defense has been. Patriots let some go today. When Julian Edelman, I think that one was a real, real key right there in the third quarter where he, you know, he was he did a juke. He should have just dove. He was fighting for extra yards as Julian Edelman does every game in and game out. Caused a fumble touchdown and that really swayed the game right there you know momentum was always on the raven side where they were always up by two scores and the patriots would have to play catch up and defensively let's be real defensively patriots struggled this game and let's talk about the run defense oh boy that run defense the patriots had to go through tonight it suffered. You know, the defensive tackles got pushed around easy. And, and if you look back, if you think about last week's game against the Cleveland Browns, 
yes, you cause a lot of turnovers. Nick Chubb fumbled the ball twice early in the first in that first half. But then if you look at the numbers, and if you look at the game, really, Cleveland was able to move on the Patriots. They were able to run the ball. Nick Chubb was able to get over 100 yards. And then it got even more exposed with a better disciplined team. We talked about discipline. Ravens were a more disciplined team. They have coach John Harbaugh, and the the turnovers weren't there. And now they're able to move the ball again. Now you were able to see, okay, Mark Ingram, I believe he he had a great great game. 15 carries, 115 yards. You're not going to win like that. And the one that stands out is the 53-yard game that he had. Lamar Jackson, I already told you, he gassed you for 61 yards. Then you have Gus Edward. He gashes you for another 26. So the t- Ravens rushed for over 200 yards against this defense. That's an issue. That is a problem. We got Ryan Mooney say, dumb coaching decisions. Go for it. Go for it in fourth and one and go for it on fourth and nine. Hindsight, right? In hindsight, it's easy to say we should have went for it on fourth and one. I believe, Ryan, you're talking about, um, the play in the end zone right before the second half where we kicked in instead of going for it in um, the fourth and go. Explain to me what fourth and one you're talking about. I think you're talking about the goal line situation where you're going into the half and you could have you could have tried to go for it and tie the game or you could have went for the kick. They went for the kick. And at that time in the game, momentum, I wasn't mad at the play going for the kick because momentum was all on um, the Patriots side. Patriots were really moving. It's when the Julian Edelman fumble happened and they scored on that touchdown, it was too much to overcome for the Patriots because, one, you weren't able to cause turnovers on the other end as much. And then you, the offensive line, even when you got on the field, the offensive line, how many times have we been talking about this offensive line, guys? How many times have we been talking about this offensive line? Now you're facing a real team. This offensive line wasn't giving Brady any time. We got Steve O. Supreme saying, cut new house, cut new house, cut new house. But you can't cut new house because you got nobody else. You got no depth. We don't know about Isaiah Wynn yet. Yes, Isaiah Wynn, if you could get him in as soon as possible, he is needed. Patriots, luckily, are going into a bye week. Extra rest, extra game field. Me, I've never been on the undefeated train. If you've been watching the Patriots post-game show, I've been telling Mike, stop, stop. There's so many issues with this team. But I'm not mad about this result. I think um, I seen it right before I did the show. Teddy Bruschi tweeted, the Patriots needed a game like this to be able to beat the Baltimore Ravens in the playoffs. And I agree with that 100%. I love that tweet right there. You needed a game like this. You needed to, you know, see where your deficiencies are. Because when you're getting so many turnovers in the games like they've been getting through the first eight games, you can't really tell what you're good at defensively as much because you got so many turnovers, you're already up a big lead. The game is done. You, t- you already took the soul out of the team's heart. It's gone. This game, Ravens came came in, got the ball, boom, 7-0. Boom, next thing you know, it was 17-0. So you're already behind the eight ball in this game. And now you're trying to scramble up. And and offensively, Sanu looked great, right? We could talk about Mohamed Sanu. He, um, I believe he led the team in targets with 
14 targets. He had 10 receptions for 81 yards. He had the touchdown as well. Brady's 74th receiver to catch a touchdown from him. So obviously, you know, but still, there wasn't many options there. I see someone talking about, uh, let me check the comments. Someone mentioned Nikhil. Yeah, Nikhil was a was a healthy scratch, right? So he wasn't involved in this game. No Jacoby Myers. If you're not going to have Nikhil in, you, you expect to say, okay, J- no, no Jacoby Myers. They really limited themselves in this game. They limited themselves in their approach. There was times in there where they tried to fit in Burkhead, and it just looked, it seemed awkward. Burkhead didn't seem to really get, have his rhythm in there yet. James White, James White looked amazing. James White does what James White does. He had two receptions for 46 yards. Also ran the ball for, give me a second here, ran the ball nine times for 38 yards. And you didn't get much from the running game once again, and I think that goes with the offensive line. Let me look at some of the comments here. We should be able to find someone off the streets better than I'm guessing you're talking about Newhouse. We got Stuart saying that this was a needed loss. We have each year that spurned us on. I honestly feel that for us, we need to get wins. We must stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, everyone's talking about, you know, the offensive line, and I agree. Ryan's saying, I want to hear your thoughts on Brady's interception, though. He had the best protection all game to throw mid end. Yeah, Brady's interception. Give me a second here. You know, you know, I don't want to talk trash about Brady. You guys know I don't want to do it. But there's been a trend in the past couple years here. You know, Brady has, for the most part in his career, he has been one of the best quarterbacks to attack the blitz. Doesn't matter what it is, he'll know what to do when you blitz him. Even if it means he has to throw the ball away. That's what Brady does. Lately, you know, as he's gotten older, I don't know what the science is to it. When he's been getting blitzed at times, Brady tends to just throw the ball up there. He tends to throw punts. And that's what he did tonight. He threw a nice little punt to um, Earl Thomas there, his buddy. And I just, I just don't, it's not a smart play, especially on a third down situation, you know, throw the ball away, throw that, that interception wasn't the reason why the Patriots lost that game. It wasn't a backbreaker. Cause like I mentioned, it's essentially pretty much a punt, a drive killer. And they weren't able to, um, it's not like Earl Thomas brought it back. It's the fumble by Edelman that hurts a little more because you had all the momentum at that time. You had just scored before the half. You got the ball, and it seemed like you had things going there. You know, even the announcers were talking about this, um, the no-huddle offense. The no-huddle offense was working. And I've been wondering myself, why we haven't used that more often? Why haven't? Because when the Patriots have stalled, Go use the no-huddle offense to, you know, get your guys rolling. Maybe that's why we didn't see much of a, a Jacoby Myers in, in this game. But it just didn't happen. It didn't work out. Momentum was a killer. Let me get back to the comments here. Tommy's saying, I think Sanu should have fought for the ball in that interception. I feel like he just left it for Earl in Earl's lap. The Ravens turned the ball over worse at the worst time when they actually came to the Ravens. Yeah. I mean, that was a good point by Tommy. That was a point in the game where you were able to get a turnover from the Ravens. 
you know, once again, I keep telling you about. Tommy said he can't hear me. Can you hear me, Tommy? I'm still fighting a cold, man. Can you hear me? Maybe maybe my mic is not as loud as it should be. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to scream a little louder, man. I'm gonna try to scream a little louder for you. Still kind of under the weather. It's late, you know. Daylight saving got us an hour earlier, hour late. I don't even know how it works, but my timing is all my time is all off. But I'm gonna get a little closer to the mic for you. But what I was saying is yes, it was at the time where the Ravens had just given up the ball. Momentum. Momentum in football is crazy. And the Patriots just gave it up too many times in this game. Did Tom Brady... Okay, what, come on, man. This is a family show. What are you guys trying to do to me? You guys trying to have me cuss up here, and it's a family show. Um, Brady's pressures were high, low. Yeah, Brady didn't look good, but I don't blame this game on Brady. I really don't. The pressure the pressure was there, man. They couldn't pick up blitz for nada. The Patriots could not pick up the blitz and it's, it's been like this for a little bit now. Has Brady been off like we mentioned with that throw? That unnecessary. He needs to make a smarter decision out there. Luckily, it was more formed as a punt, so it didn't hurt the Patriots as much. Although saying this bye week will help. This bye week is huge. This is a perfect time. Maybe Nikhil wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. He didn't pick up the offense. You know, Brady had a slick comment when he talked about Nikhil Harry this week. He mentioned, hey, if he's on the field, he needs to be able to step up. That was kind of weird for me. I don't know. How did you how did you guys feel about that comment? I heard that. I said, mm, that's not a guy that seems like he's really confident in his rookie. If he's on the field, he needs to be able to make plays. That was kind of off to me. And then you come to find out, oh, he's a healthy scratch. But obviously, you, you can see that, hey, they needed him out there. Sanu, he played great, but having another body like Nikhil would have been nice. So maybe Nikhil's not ready. Get him acclimated two weeks, you know, bye week and then the practice week for, for your next game. I think that will help a lot for him. What else are we seeing here? We got Rowan saying, play a really good team. and All the, all the weaknesses show up. The offensive line really has problems. The weaknesses been showing, man. The weaknesses have been showing all year. Every time we do a show, it's not it's not all roses. We knew that the offensive line wasn't good. We saw last week that hey, you you face a good running back, they can gash you up the middle. Nick Chubb showed us that. Now it just it just happened to be, you face a disciplined team, one, well coached team, and then not only that. You shot yourselves in the foot. You had seven seven penalties in this game that were killer. You fumbled the ball. You threw the interception. You had the neutral um, neutral zone infraction. All of these things were self-inflicted. I believe if, if the Patriots were a little more disciplined this game, they still had a chance to, to beat the um, Ravens with all the deficiencies, with having a bad offensive line. With having um, a defensive, the defensive tackles getting bodied. Defensive tackles were getting bodied. Lawrence Guy, bodied. Danny Shelton, bodied. Like Mark Ingram was doing whatever he wanted against this team. Lamar Jackson, I think they did a fairly well job with Lamar Jackson. That boy's nice. The boy's nice. There was a play where I think 
they had him lined up. Calvin Noy, it was in the late third quarter, I believe, or maybe it was in the fourth. It was in the second half. They had Lamar Jackson bottled up. He was scrambling around, and then he did a nice juke to the left, and he was able to be gone and, and miss the grasp of Calvin Noy. That's that's things you really just you just can't teach. And I love the offensive game plan of the Ravens. They had the Patriots linebackers play side by side, side by side, go side by side. Even the corners had to play side by side running when they would run routes, cross routes. And that was that was effective because they have some speedy guys out there. You see a guy like um, Hollywood Brown, he catches the ball. Yes, Stephon Gilmore is the greatest corner, is the best corner in the league right now. He gets the ball. Nobody's catching him. You know, he has that Tyreek Hill speed in him. So they they had a great game plan, and they worked it to perfection. But once again, like I said, I still believe if the Patriots were more disciplined, they didn't turn over the ball. They didn't give up those penalties. They were right in this game. Let me get back to the comments here. The Eagles game will be another tough one like the Ravens game. Yeah, man, hey, the schedule gets the schedule starts to, you know, toughen up a little bit. You have the Eagles. You have um Kansas City coming up later. You have the um Dallas Cowboys. So here comes the test. How do you bounce back from a bye week? We know how the the Patriots really lose back-to-back games. How do they respond? This is good. They needed a little smack in the mouth here. They needed this halfway into the season cuz it's tough not to feel yourself. You see, I know you guys have seen it. You've seen Kyle Van Noy up in all of these shows. You guys seen the boogeyman entre. They needed a little smacking, a little humble pie. Go into the second half and be like, oh, okay, we are not everything and all that. We need to, we need to be more a little bit more balanced. Back into the comments. Yeah, and I don't care if Gordon is late to practice. He shouldn't have been cut. Okay, some Gordon talk here. The rookie should have played more on offense and defense. Wrong, like I'm saying, yeah, where the hell was Jacoby? Where was Jacoby Myers in this game? Also, we had trouble guarding the tight end. It's getting to the point where we may, may need to start drafting some replacements here. Um, also, we need an upgrade for Roberts. He's a liability. Woo! Steve, don't get me started on Elandon Roberts. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Don't get me started here. See, now my voice is, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> Don't get me started on Landon Roberts. They put him at fullback for a reason. That that man a fullback to me now. I don't want to see a fullback playing defense. I don't want to see a fullback playing defense. If Landon Roberts a fullback, keep him there. I don't want to see him playing defense because in the passing game, the man gets exposed. If you guys remember, you know, we all heard about Jamie Collins. He wasn't the old Jamie Collins, the first stint. He would do his own thing. He would freelance. And another reason they traded him is because they believed in Landon Roberts being another type of Jamie Collins. Boy, oh boy, were they wrong. Were they wrong about that one? Keep it going. We got hopefully Wynn will be ready for Dallas. I, I would love to see Wynn, you know, come back. It was the, the what, six quarters that he has played for the New England Patriots. He's looked mighty fine in six quarters. Mighty fine. but. The book is out on him now. That boy is injury prone. So we'll see what happens with him. Um, Gordon talk. Let's see. Lamar is the MV- most MVP. Is he trying to say? He said MPV. I'm pretty sure it means MVP. And y'all need to believe that. Lamar the truth, man. 
That boy crazy. I don't think he's MVP. Or if he's trying to say most improved. Let me know what you're trying to say, James. But Lamar's truth, he's not MVP, though. That's Russell Wilson. That's a topic for another time, though. But that boy, Russ, that boy, Russ, MVP. Yeah, James saying MVP. He thinks Lamar, hey, if he keeps having games like this, when you beat the defending champs, you put, you know, you put the league on the map. So we'll see. We'll see what's going on there. Everyone's talking about replacement for Chunk. Chunk has been quite the liability this year. I agree with you guys, you know. He doesn't they don't target him much. But when they have, there's been plays on him. I think everyone's talking about, you know, the Mark Andrews jump ball play on um on Chung. And yeah, that was that he gets he gets exposed sometimes with that. But with Chung, you know he's gonna bounce back. They have Terrence Brooks playing a little bit. Y'all saw Brooks, he was he was in the mix for a little bit after that play, but I'm not worried about the defense. So, well, hold, hold on. Sorry. I'm not worried about the secondary. That line, that line is where it gets scary. Moving on to the comments here. Where was Myers? Did he play tonight? I feel like the whole office. Hey, man, if you just joined in, I am a legend. That's what I'm trying to figure out. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Where the hell was Myers? You definitely could have used them. And there was a point where Philip Dorsett got hurt in this game. If you guys didn't know that, in the first quarter, like one of the first plays, Philip Dorsett was in a lot of pain. He eventually came back, but he got hurt. Why not have Myers in? Is it the packages that they ran? You know, they did a lot of no huddle in this game, and maybe Jacoby is not part of those packages. I'd rather see Jacoby out there than a Rex Burkhead. I'll tell you right now, Burks, Rex Burkhead, hasn't looked great he did in the first couple games that he played and he always does this he plays well for the first two three games he gets hurt he comes back and i feel like he just messes up the rhythm go with the sony michelle james white duo james white is a force we saw what he did to um what he did damn i'm blanking because you see how late it is what he to the safety earl thomas we saw what he did to earl thomas on the side that's a, that's a running back making a play like that now. Come on, guys. James White needs the ball more. What else are we saying here? Jerome saying the offense was looking very predictable, and you have to swing out to the wings, even if you play two quarterbacks at the same time. That was a tough loss. You think we still have a good record and a good season? Oh, you're going to have home field. We are going to still have home field, and that is not that's not going to be an issue. You got to remember. You still got to face some of those teams in the AFC East. Even if you drop one more game to whether whether you pick, you pick, pick your poison, Eagles, Kansas City, Dallas. Even if you drop one of those games, you're, you're probably going to end up with a 14-2, 13-3 record, and that's good enough to be number one. You know, Kansas City, they've dropped some games. I know they won today. Baltimore Ravens, what are they, how many games? What's their record right now? Um, they are, so they, they have two losses at the moment. We'll see how they continue moving forward. Is Lamar Jackson the MVP for real? Cause if they only hold on to two losses, that's the case. But I think you still have home court. The next time you face the Baltimore Ravens, it will be at Gillette. Now you have tape on them. That's why I mentioned earlier, I loved, um, 
Teddy Bruschi's tweet where he said the Patriots needed this game to beat the Baltimore Ravens. They needed this game to lose, get smacked, and they were a- they were going to be able to beat the Baltimore Ravens moving forward. Okay, back into the comments. Let's not forget that the Ravens lost to the Cleveland Browns. They did. They did lose to the Cleveland Browns, but that's a divisional game too. We've, we lose to the we lose to the Miami Dolphins. Let's not forget about that. There's been years we lose to the Miami Dolphins. So, divisional games are divisional games are funny like that. You know, they just I'm not gonna put too much weight on it. That, who knows what the hell's gonna happen with the Browns? They they're what two and six right now. It wasn't a good look on the Baltimore Ravens, but they beat the defending champs. So, what can we really say? Moving forward, one last thing from me. The draft in 2018, I wanted Lamar Jackson as Brady's future replacement. Yes. Yes, yes. And I thought he was there. He was there for us because we had two picks that year. Remember, we used that on Isaiah Wynn and Sonny Michelle. Excuse me, excuse me. <clears throat> so when we got Isaiah Wynn, I was sure. I was positive because I think we had the 31st pick. And Lamar went 32. I was positive we was getting Lamar Jackson. Positive. Then they said Sony Michelle. I said, Sony who? Come on now. A running back? I was I thought we was gonna get Lamar Jackson too. And hey, I'm not mad about the Sony Michelle pick. I mean, obviously he's not having the greatest year right now. Second year sophomore slump, but I wasn't mad about that. Comments, we gotta wrap this up soon though. Baltimore beat the Pats, got lucky. With two turnovers inside the 25. And then, you know, Pats Nations. Pats Nation, this is a family show, man. Come on, I can't. I'm trying to read the comments. And you out here cussing, brother. Come on, man. But but I agree with you guys. It is getting, it's getting late. It's getting late. Like I told y'all. It's like daylight savings where I'm at. So my hours are all messed up. It's 1230. But it feels like 1.30. And a player got work. So you already know what we're about to do right now. We're about to do the stars and sorries of the game. What's a star and a sorry? What's a star and a sorry? If y'all, some of y'all already know, you guys been here before. Star of the game is someone who's balled out. You know, great honor. Maybe he made a spectacular play. You, you We got to give him out a shout out. So everyone right now, give out your stars of the game who's your star who balled out for you i got a couple man i got a couple here like i said i was really impressed by the baltimore Ravens scheme i loved how they were able to use you know the linebackers and corners and they had they made them play laterally the whole game side by side move them side by side and they knew that was going to be that was going to be the patriots weakness so i gotta give John Harbaugh and their coaching staff, a star. I have to. I don't want to, but I have to. Next, star of the game. Some people think he might be MVP. The crowd was chanting his name. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson balled out. Let me give you his stats one more time if you don't believe me. 17 for 23, 163 yards, one touchdown. Ran the ball 16 times for 61 yards, two touchdowns. This is against the historic. This is against the historic Patriots defense that we've been talking about for
for the past eight weeks. You got to give that boy, you got to give that boy a star. Let me see what you guys have, though. Let me see what you guys are saying. Lamar, I see Sanu. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like Sanu. Sanu bald, man. He was Brady's number one target this game with 14 targets. Excuse me. 14 targets, 10 receptions, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Muhammad Sanu, on behalf of the Patriots post-game show, we're going to give you a start, too. I like that, guys. Let me see if I miss anything here. Hmm. Oh, oh, what's this? I see someone lost some money. Pats Nation. Ah. Ah, so that's why you was cussing up a storm, huh? You lost 10 G's? Brother, brother, 10 G's on this game? Oh, Lord have mercy. Let's have a, we're going to have a moment of silence. I'm sorry, Pass Nation. I'm sorry. That's a that's a sorry. We're gonna we're gonna move. We're gonna trans. That's a great transition right here. We're gonna do a transition to the sorries. So what's a sorry? A sorry. You don't want to be in this list, man. This is man. Like you about to go talk to a hot chick, or you just about to talk to someone you find attractive, and you got like mushrooms or spinach covering your teeth, and you nobody told you. And the person you're trying to talk to just looks at you and just walks away. Or you just, you you have your fresh new white tea on. You get a hot dog and you get the ketchup and mustard all over the white tea in front of everybody. That's a sorry. That's what a sorry of the game is. So everyone, y'all said y'all stars. But tell me, who are y'all sorries? Who's the sorries of this game? And I got to say, I spoke about them earlier. That defensive line, man, the Adam Butlers, the Lawrence Guys, the Simons, the Danny Sheltons. Man, oh, man. What the hell was that? We gave you all pass last week. Last week, we said, okay, you guys got some turnovers. So, you know, Nick Chubb running for 120 yards. Ah, we'll keep it. We'll keep it cool. This week? No, 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 no. Mark Ingram only carried the ball for 15 times. He had over 115 yards. And told the Ravens had over 200 yards against you guys. Horrible. Horrible. So the defensive line, on this show, you're getting a sorry. Damn, it feels different saying it without Mike. Woo! What else we have here? Marv gets a star for holding it down. With the sniffles. Ryan, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Jim's talking about Bill not being able to be decisive on play calls. Oof. I'm not going to give Bill a sorry. I'm not going to give him a sorry on this one. But I can see why you're upset. Marquez, what's going on, my guy? Marquez. He said I left tackle. Man, I feel like we've given Newhouse a couple stars on this show, man. He he might hold the record. And he's only been here for like five, six weeks. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's only been here for five, six weeks. Newhouse, once again, on this show. God, this got to stop. This is getting embarrassing. How many times you got to go, go home to your family and tell them, I've gotten another sorry. I got another sorry. I got another sorry. On this show, we giving you a... Sorry. 
damn new house. Damn. Jamie's talking about our running backs are trash. I wouldn't say they're trash. James White's a baller. James White balled out. He's been having a hell of a season. When you give him the ball, good things happen. Sony Michel, has he struggled? Yes. Did he struggle today? He looked okay. He looked okay. I'm talking about this, the eye test. Let's look at his numbers. He only had four carries, 18 yards. You know, receiving while he had that one reception, 12 yards. I thought that was James White that caught the ball. So it was good to see him, you know, catch the ball out there. But they didn't run the ball at all. They didn't run the ball at all this game. And if you're talking about if the running backs haven't been well, well, it goes back to the offensive line, guys. This offensive line is not this, – this lineup with Ted Karras, Shaq Mason, Marcus Cannon, Newhouse, Joe Tooney, it's just not working because you don't have all your studs together. When you have all your studs, that's when it that's when you make it happen, guys. You didn't have all your studs. So I understand the frustration with the running backs. I really do. I really do. But wow. That's the stars and sorries. Guys, how'd I do? I think I made it, man. One man band tonight. One man band in the AM, twelve thirty-five. But y'all and I started late because YouTube was playing with me. I started late and y'all still here watching me. That's love, man. That's real love. So you guys, you guys get a star. Quick question, Matt Tiger, I got you. You asked what's up with Nikhil. I was saying earlier, Brady had a weird, weird comment about Nikhil during the week when he said, hey, man, if he's playing, he ought to be making plays. It was just, it, it threw me off. And then to see he got a healthy scratch. I don't think he was ready for this game. I don't think he 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 was ready mentally. Maybe physically, he he was put, he was able, he was active, but mentally he might have not been ready. And obviously, we couldn't need him. So I'm guessing week eleven he'll be fully ready to go. Let's hope, you know, because it was just the Edelman and Sanu show. But yeah, I'm about to wrap it up. Once again, you know, shout out where you guys are from. I can give you guys a quick shout out, you know, because this show is global. As we've come to find out on these nice shows, this show is global. You guys are from all over. I appreciate the likes that you guys are giving. I appreciate all the comments out there. We got Jane from Baltimore. Shout out to you, James, man. And you from Baltimore. Oh, ooh, are you are you are you a Patriots fan from Baltimore? Let me tell me how that is in the comments if you are. Matt Tiger from Hawaii. Whoa, represent, man. We got Vancouver in the crib with Roland. Thank you, man. Thank you. If I'm saying you guys' names wrong, too, once again, I apologize. I apologize, man. We got Pennsylvania in the building. Okay. We got Marquez. That's that's the homie, Marky. I know where you from, brother. That's the homie, man. Shout out to you. I think we need to give Folk a star. He didn't miss a kick. <laughs> Yo, folk, folk look comfortable out there, right? Folk did, folk look good. We got Charles and Shannon from Texas. Oh, oh man, we we. I'm talking to people from Texas too, Baltimore, Texas, Vancouver. Jimmy, much respect to you, man. Yes, yes, yes. From New York, shout out to the, shout out to the, you know, New York City. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to the love. We'll be back. We get a week off now. 
You know, there will be no Patriots post-game show, but there will still be roundtables where I'll be there with Mike. I'll be there with my boy, Nick. And we'll be talking about this game. And, you know, we'll be stressing about things. And everyone's going to say the world is over. Oh, my God, everything's it's okay. Guys, this might have been the best thing to happen to New England. It's okay. And then, if it's not, just think about last year. Anytime you feel sick, just think about last year. And remember how bad that team looked in the season. Remember how bad it looked when you lost to the Lions. When you lost to the Titans, when you lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers, oh, man, remember that feeling. Then all of a sudden, hold on, take a sip. Then all of a sudden, you won the damn Super Bowl. You won the Super Bowl. Touche. Mike saying that team could run the ball. Very true. Patriots still got a long way to go to identify their team, to, <clears throat> to find their team's identity. See, it's late. See, I'm not even making sense no more. Everyone who's watching this show, from the bottom of my heart, I love y'all, man. I want you guys to have a great week. Relax. No Patriots this week. I think it's good for us to all relax in week 10. And we'll regroup. And I'll see you guys here against the Philadelphia Eagles. Once again, this is Marvin Azan. Oh, follow me, follow me, follow me on um, social medias. Follow me at um on Twitter. I'm about to type it on the messenger right now. At Marv TV underscore. So we can continue conversation on Twitter. You can follow me <coughs> on Instagram as well. Why not, right? Why not self-promote right now? And I'll fo- I follow back too, so don't even worry about it. Follow me on Instagram at Measy Does It. But enjoy football, guys. Enjoy and relax. Stay cool. I'm out.